man, I ain't let these niggas just wonder when I'm going to start the pot in a while. <laughs> like, how long is he going to nod his head to this shit? That's how you let the beat build, bitch. Today's episode is sponsored by uh, Juneteenth Trident Gum. Uh, Go ahead and use promo code Juneteenth. (laughs) (laughs) I was having a conversation about, like, companies just profiting off this day. Like, it ain't even. Yeah. Like, it's all just come full circle. Like, (laughs) shit is just the, it just became a scam slowly but surely. Oh, man. Like, there's not even Father's Day sales. (laughs) <laughs> Every None. time I see in Juneteenth on the TV I'm like, ah, oh, brother, here we go <laughs> Yeah, I was this... asking my girl She was like, cause I was like, this kind of some bullshit Cause like My friends have been celebrating this like quietly And it's been a vibe And then like in the pandemic it was like Bro, this shit was magical mm-hmm. Like Cam hit me up and was like Yeah, we going to this thing we pull up, all the drinks is free, you know, just tip the bar. All the drinks were like made after like named after black shit. Like I think one was like Wakanda, one was mm. like the Green Book, and like mm. everybody was just chilling. Nobody started fighting, nobody started shooting, nobody was wearing masks. We didn't have a vaccine. We was just living like Damn. <laughs> just out here all touching on each other. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. Um and that was the last good Juneteenth. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like it. Yeah, today's a power pack day. Father's Day and Juneteenth all rolled in one little nasty ball. <laughs> yeah, I gotta call my dad after this. For sure. Um What else is uh going on in your world? Um, like I was telling you, I'm gonna be out of town for like two weeks and it's giving me anxiety. Um one, because I'm going to New York for the first time i'm not really sure i guess i'm just nervous it's an nft conference Mm. um and i'm on like the film track so like spike lee is gonna be speaking at one of my uh panels so i'm like excited about that but Mm. i guess i'm like one just trying to make sure i make the most of my time two i enjoy my time in new york three i don't go nuts and spend too much fucking money because i'm like fuck it i'm on vacation and then like i come back for two days and i go to new orleans during fucking Essence Fest to oh, do, man. yeah, and so it's like there's this a- other job, Auntie, Auntie Central. Psh, tell me about <laughs> it, uh, man. Another life, another time. <laughs> <laughs> this would be my trip. <laughs> oh man, there's gonna be some sick outfits down there. Tell you what, yeah. So I'm going into <laughs> another show where like I'm probably gonna make a good amount of money, but like. There's, like, rentals and cross-rentals and, like, me trying to posture myself up like a bigger business so that I can charge that invoice. Mm-hmm. But then, in turn, going around and rent the gear from elsewhere mm-hmm. so that I can then buy the gear so when they need it again, I can just get the full rental fee. And it's, like, that along with, like, the show not coming together along with, like, all right, my girl's going to be here by herself. and <laughs> Nigga, you've been gone for two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh man, no, that, yeah, it's a long time to be out of it. So, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, I do come back for two days, but those two days is pretty much gonna be prep days to leave, so it don't even count. Yep. And I could literally lay in the bed for forty eight hours, and it still won't be enough time. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jeez, first time to New York at this age. Good luck. <laughs> it's such a, I feel like it's such a hectic place. You'll, you'll figure it out though 
Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's about it for now. Um, you was talking about we was talking about freestyling off air. I've been meaning to um, start rapping on TikTok. Um, I don't sure know what capacity, huh? Yeah, like thirty second videos, nothing more than that. Um, that's what uh, that's what friend of the show Pat App he t- raps on TikTok, just real short ones all the time. I enjoy. I didn't know he was on there. Yeah, I think he just got on there. I enjoy seeing him. Right, he he he'll stitch videos and rap to other people's stuff, and I'm like, mm-hmm, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. this is this is what I came for. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's me. Uh, not a whole lot this way, man. Just transitioning to this new job, try to reacclimate myself uh, to dealing with other human beings and their <laughs> their energy five days a week, and not being. <laughs> remote and all that so that's that's one thing but yeah just getting reacclimated to the new schedule and being a salaried person <laughs> and all that so uh there's that i think a bird flew into our chimney Damn. i also uh, oh, yeah, i got a fireplace yeah Dope. <laughs> the cat was looking at it crazy and then i started looking i was like wait what is that <laughs> so yeah i think something flew in there i was like mm. like <laughs> Can you imagine not knowing how big the thing is on the other end of this chimney? Like that is, that is. Yeah. I have, it could be the biggest bird in the world. It could be a, anyway. Uh, so that's fun, but yeah, nothing, nothing wild to report. But I did uh, do something really insane and try to party two days in a row this weekend. So I'm fighting for my life. We are getting, we are getting old. Like it was, <laughs> <laughs> it was a stretch. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I'm ready to get into the topics and. Get on, get on the heck off this thing. Get Mike. this shit over with. Yeah. All right, man. Let's I'm, get fight, I'm fighting, man. <laughs> so you, let's get this man in bed. All right. Um, <laughs> starting with music. Um, you know what I realized? We don't do the what you've been listening to. Um, honestly, I haven't been listening to much. What have I been listening? I haven't really been listening to shit. Yeah, it's been very guys. shuffle my comfort music season. <clears throat> Nothing mm-hmm. too crazy. Um, I've been stumbling across a lot of indie artists. Nothing worth bringing to the pod just yet. Um, <clears throat> but I think we can start with like the major topic that everybody is in a tizzy about, which is the Drake album. Um, oh yeah, we can we can spend five minutes on that one. Honestly, yeah. never mind. Yeah, um, that shit was okay. <laughs> okay is a fair assessment it was it was okay it it it, re- it reminded me that i need to get outside this summer and just really enjoy this shit like that's the one thing i took away from this album um and i told you i was like yeah i need to listen like i like house music but i'm never in house music parties yeah and i'm like yeah I, i'm gonna do that at least four times before it gets kind of cold i'm surprised in, in your neck of the woods you're not in a situation where you're listening to a bunch of house well, I feel like before the pandemic, there was just more niche places. That makes sense. Yeah. Even, and like even there was here, at least yeah. one club that you could like literally dance at. Like you came out here. That's where I thought we was going. Um, but like, nope, it was just the section stun off, mm-hmm. you know, shit. Mm-hmm. But um, now there's like weird music places here, but it's never consistent. So like that's mm-hmm. the one thing about Atlanta. Everything is here. It's just not here every day. So, like, 
you'll walk into a building and it'd be like a salsa club and then like you'll come there on a Tuesday afternoon and they're like, Oh yeah, this is our corporate office. I'm like, what? I was shaking <laughs> ass in there last night. <laughs> like <laughs> Oh man, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, so um What is your clear favorite track off of Honestly Nevermind? Um Obviously the the last song with Twenty One Savage. Um It was pretty good. I liked it. But staying um to the theme of the album. Mm-hmm. I think I like Massive a lot. Okay. I think for me, uh I think Sticky was probably my favorite. Mm-hmm. Like that calling yeah. calling my name to Sticky transition was pretty good. I was like, Yeah, this is this is a nice little spot right here. Mm-hmm. I will say though, I did try to like start my pregame action listening to this alone and I was like this is actually not hitting by myself to start my drinking I feel like I need to already be a little (laughs) soft (laughs) yeah yeah you definitely already need to at least be like a drink two drinks yeah I was like no I can't start with this and and alone too I was like no yeah Um, it's not it's not doing the job what I will say though is um, to me it sounds like DJ Skeletons. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like the DJs who are actually going to use this, they're not going to play the song outright. It's just so that it could get mixed in and under shit. Oh, yeah. It's going to it's gonna bounce around in between a lot of transitions now. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. would you consider this housey, right? Yeah. Yeah. I was struggling to explain to my girl why I would call this, like, a house album. Like, it's, I say, like, 60% Afrobeat, 40% house. Mm-hmm. She's like, well, I don't, I don't really. So I'm like trying to like, and then I pull up hard drive. I'm like, you hear that? Like, like that? Like that's the, yeah, it's the same BPM. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not musical enough, but like I know it when I hear it. <laughs> yes, yeah, like I've heard just enough to categorize this somewhere. Whether or not it's perfect, it's it makes yeah. sense to me. All in all, honestly, never mind. Was okay. It might get a shuffle player too, but wasn't wasn't wild about it. Yeah. Hey, I hope this um, Beyonce drop is like accessible. Is it gonna be t- title only or something? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, um, yeah, I, I need to. I need to figure that out. I, and then people are talking about like this Beyonce box too. Like, I'm like, is she selling something with the album? Is the album being sold in the box? I was like, what is happening? I, I can't. I can't keep up. And as somebody who's probably gonna have to buy tickets for this tour, I need to learn how to keep up. Like, <laughs> Beyonce <laughs> drops don't make any sense to me, man. I'm, I'm gonna have to figure it out this time around, though. Yeah, um, I wouldn't be mad at going to see Beyonce. I think that'd be a good time. Seems like something you should do in your life, and the air is starting to sound like this. This is it, type of conversation. Yeah. Like, okay, I guess I gotta you know scrounge up some coins and yeah, sh- show up. Head towards fifty, I think. so. Fuck these niggas. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Uh, yeah, I don't want to step out gracefully, too. Uh, but I do have a song that I actually enjoyed that I found in between last episode and now. So for anybody who is not on the Xavier Omar train just yet, this song should sell you, if anything. Um, and funny enough, he did quote tweet Drake when Drake announced the album. <laughs> uh, Xavier was like, hey, please listen to this song still. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so with that being said Feelings for You by Xavier Omar we can play a little bit of that I think it's a fantastic song
don't mean no disrespect so you can check me if i'm wrong in the past you told me no but nowadays a yes is strong yeah. i can't figure it out i just know that i think about you more than anyone i've met before so hear me out i know Damn. Yeah, real smooth windows down type type track. And I feel like um I'm usually not too fond of the songs of his. No, like this the, one I was like, yeah. This one is going to get some some real airplay. This one's too good. Too smooth. Is he a artist that gets played in places? No. Mhm. <laughs> no, that's why I'm hoping that this this one feels like the. Well, although I'm trying to think, I feel like there was something that he was like featured on that was they got some spins. Well, I think people are aware of Surf. I feel like people like that song. It's it's gotten some. Mm-hmm. Like I, I hear it in conversation and whatnot. So he's getting there, but I think uh, I think this one's gonna do it. Yeah. Um. Well, yeah, I got two songs, too. Um, cool. They're also kind of slow, so I guess it's an R&B Sunday. Um, this first one is called 3D by Raven Lene, and it features uh, Smino. Nice. And I don't remember where I heard this shit at, at first, but here it is. All right. <laughs> Dropped uh, this is other song by her, "Light Me Up," that I really like. Uh, mm. So it's funny that you brought a song of hers to the table. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah, man. Um, I realized in playing that song, I think I like whispery songs. Like, mm-hmm. I think anything I'm, I bring on here is borderline whispery. Oh, uh, this is these are okay. So the song I just mentioned and the song you just played are off <clears> the <throat> album. So. I guess we should do our homework and listen to the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. All right, cool. Uh, that'll be next week's homework. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't wait till we get our, and maybe I shouldn't be talking about this, but like our more uh, structured homework. <laughs> we can be like, hey, y'all, uh, 
tune in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this other song, I think I might have. This might have popped up on my release radar, um, or a playlist of sorts. But it's called uh, "Mountains" by Charlotte Day Wilson. Um, oh, that's a that's a great song. Yeah. Oh, you know this? Hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm not hip at all. And then Drake sampled it slightly on um, his last album. TLB? Yes. It was like sped up and slightly sampled. Okay, so yeah, I might have been listening to Yeba at the time. That's mm -hmm. probably where this came from. No, this is a great song. excited mm-hmm. to listen to her her catalog very powerful voice you know this makes me i just went to a uh uh so my girl teaches dance and they had like their showcase for all the instructors and their classes and so there was just a range of like random music and different types of uh choreography throughout the mm-hmm. couple hour thing and man this, this there's like a ballet group that danced to one of the labyrinth songs it's like in euphoria and stuff Mm-hmm. And then, I don't know, just hearing mountains, I'm like, man, people probably have fire routines to this. Like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, that, that shit was impressive going from, like, crazy intense ballet routines to, like, more hip-hop type stuff. Like, these girls had these black suits on doing, like, a Justin Timberlake medley of, like, hip-hop dances. I was like, no, this is fire. And then you go, next song is, like, more, like, mountains and people are on their tippy toes showing some real strength spinning and stuff i'm like nah this is this is crazy i don't know i just love i just love the power of where music can be placed and yeah i think i've heard mountains like obviously sampled just heard it by itself i could see people doing routines to it it's just i don't know i just love the things you can do with it but yeah yeah um hmm. those were kind of my musical offerings i don't think Anything is really on my radar besides, funny enough, Beyonce and Maggie Rogers on the, the same damn day, July 29th. Yeah. Uh, we can listen to that Raven Lene album for next week and talk more about that. But yeah. Yeah, that's all I got, too. Um, I did want to say I did go back and listen to Pusha T and second, letting it breathe and coming back. I do like it a little bit more. Oh, you know what I've been enjoying getting to do, though, is I've been around some friends here and there the past couple of months and I, I just like will casually start off the, the nonsense with Kenny Mason 
and uh, <laughs> everyone everyone seemed to enjoy it so far. I'm like, all right, I gotta That's gotta dope. turn everybody into <laughs> believers. <laughs> you gotta turn everybody into. Well, yeah, if there's nothing else, we can go on to anime. Play me in. Let's go. Yes, sir. Man, I think oh, anime man. merch needs to uh needs to have some some rules set a- set aside. So yesterday Let's I needed to borrow a shirt. I needed to borrow a shirt from uh anybody cuz I was leaving work going to meet up friends like somebody grab me a t-shirt please. Like even if you went to Walmart to buy one, just grab me a shirt. I can't I can't be out here <laughs> in my work shirt whatever. So uh the homie hooked up the anime shirt that he found somewhere in the room and you know it was your typical show with a billion characters all on the shirt and i'm like you know what this needs to stop like why all these shirts either got (laughs) one character or the entire cast can we like (laughs) get yeah like a three character maximum maybe or just relevant like you ain't gotta put every single character in my hero on a t-shirt bro like ain't no shirt that (laughs) big like they don't need to be on there uh, yeah. Nah, nah, nah. So I was like, I mean, I like the shirt, but I was like, this is a literally a poster with with holes from, <laughs> with holes from my arms and my head. Like, this is too many characters, man. So yeah, I don't know. They need to they need to slow down or at least get a little more creative. But I guess that's why the hype lands of the world exist. I finally browsed that website and I was like, this is some pretty quality stuff. Like, I don't think I'm gonna walk into Walmart and find this, but. No, they should establish more middle ground type of like amounts of characters on a shirt. Like you're not going to see a shirt with just the, you know, the Hokages on it. Right. You're going to see the Hokages, Naruto, the neighborhood, a cat, the fucking salesman down the street. He's going to be the entire Leaf Village. I'm like, no, no, no. Just a make... Hokage shirt sounds hard. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen one. Because it's either got to be one big old Naruto or 30 people from... <laughs> it's never going to be two or three people. So, yeah, I don't know. They got to establish some rules, man. For every for every shirt with the entire cast, you got to make two designs with the half. <laughs> we got we to gotta mix it up. But yeah, that um, was, I actually just mm-hmm. bought a shirt. 
Uh, what'd uh, you get? I actually have it right here. I got a just something from, but this was from Walmart. See, like that's 10. that's great. Four people. I was like, and there's no box because I hate the box around. Oh yeah, the one I, like, the shirt I borrowed had a this, box. No matter how yeah. nice it is, it makes no it feel like more of a poster when there's the <laughs> when there's the square around it. And I was like, oh, you know what? I actually just bought some shit to go with this. So I was like, it's enough colors in here where I could pull some shit together. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. Accent colors. I was like, this is perfect. Yeah, that's um, a nice shirt. Yeah. Um. Yeah, from Walmart. Like, shh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, I wasn't even there for that. But um, <laughs> what is your you you know, show history? Do you, you you seen it recently, right? Or some of it? I started in the pandemic and abruptly stopped. Okay. Um, it's been on my rewatch list because mm-hmm. I fucked with it heavy as a kid. Um. I think the first season is probably what, you know, it, watching shit was hard in the pandemic because you either wanted something really depressing or really distracting or that like, hey, it, 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 was it, hard has, to watch. it has a lull in the beginning. There's a part in the beginning where you either dedicated or you're not like it kind of. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of drags because he like dies off rip. And I was like heavy in my existential bag at that time and this was because like even cells at work i'm like i'm not finishing that shit yeah um if it wasn't for the podcast i would have never got through uh evangelion so it's just like (laughs) (laughs) oh i still have to watch two movies and that is no you don't (laughs) (laughs) that shit is so depressing man like who? Oh, what was going on in his mind, man? Yeah, that's somebody we got to interview next. I need to know what the hell is going on. <laughs> like, Facts. That would be. That's the interview we need. That's the interview we need. <laughs> I need the answers, man. Mm-mm. Yeah. So I did do um, my homework and I've watched um, a little bit of Spy Family, and I think I'm on episode nine actually of Kotaro. So, um, mind you, I was half asleep, so some parts might be a blur, but I have watched enough to establish yeah. my thoughts in everything and i'm sure things you say will refresh my memory on certain little aspects and things but uh where do you want to start uh let's start with kotaro um kotaro, mm-hmm. kotaro. living alone in his home what a <laughs> what a strange yet endearing show like it's uh and i love this show it's um, so strange i'm like <laughs> I, th- I think i text you i was like man kotaro wouldn't be my neighbor very long i am Police, help. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're not, what are you, seven? Like, are you paying rent? I think he's four. Gee, that's worse. No, he might be a little older than four, but. Worse. Oh, gosh. But uh, for anybody that missed it, Kotaro lives alone. It's about a four to seven-year-old kid who has a studio apartment and is living next to some full-grown adults who are not as bothered as they should be by this kid living alone. So they're trying to help raise him as a community, kind of, and just make sure he's cool while still maintaining their lives. And he's kind of fitting in the puzzle pieces of things that are missing in his life. And it there's some parts that really had me sad as hell when, I, when they connect some of his trauma to what maybe he likes or doesn't like about what's going on in his life currently. And it just kind of flashes back to parts of his life or people in his life and I'm like dang this shit is this shit's mm-hmm. deep like they give me 18 minutes of jokes and silly shit and the, the last three 
They be like, nah, you want to know why this dude likes this sandwich? Because his mom <laughs> used to make that type of sandwich. Now he ain't got no mom. Next episode. It's like, dang. Uh, yeah, it's it, it tugs the heartstrings. Yeah, uh, I think the episode that really kind of fucked me up was when he linked up with old boy for the meteor shower. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And like he gave him the SD card. I'm like, damn, this shit's sad as fuck. I think if I watch this more straight through, because I'd be like sneaking in episodes at work, I probably would have cried by now. Yeah, um, I had the moments where I was like, yo, that was that was a lot. Yeah. Like this boy's been through something. I want to know exactly what it is. But yeah, the pieces they give you and the way they give it to you are great. Um, Who is your favorite, like, non Kotaro character so far. Uh I think Miki's kinda interesting. Or Mitsuki. Mm. She's kinda interesting. Even though she is that trope that I didn't realize is a trope, like the drunk single lady. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't realize that's it it was gonna keep they coming up. It, in there. it keeps it keeps coming up. <laughs> but I guess I just find it less well, I don't know. Maybe she's being weird. She didn't have to have him stay the night. I don't know. That was, that was a little weird. Wait, which time did he? Because I remember at first he was like having nightmares. Remember? Yeah, it just—it's all out though. I'm—I'm I'm trying. I find all their interactions with him a little weird. I'm like, don't y'all have places to be or something? Like, they just—they just be. I don't know. Like it, it's cute, but then it's like, nah. This this kid needs like real. <laughs> he needs somewhere. He needs somewhere to be for real. Like, why, why is he just out here? Oh, and then um. Dang, the whole thing about somebody giving him money. Yeah. But not explaining who it's really from and all. I'm like, nah, this is really sad. Like, this, this is really sad. Um, but yeah, I guess the the lady. Uh, I'm starting to like our neighbor, Mangaka, whatever his name is. The mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm starting to come around on him. Like, I guess it's like a culture shock thing of like, hey, strange kid lives next door. Let's go to the bathhouse. I was like, okay. Like this is this is just a lot. Like I don't know if my first instinct would be to, to hit the bath bathhouse with the kid who lives like it just yeah, it's yeah. a lot. I think my favorite side character right now is uh his uh like agent or like his mm-hmm. creative the guy who he, he submits his manga to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like him. Like the episode where like <laughs> He he was like showing him around all the stuff and like he was like ha ha ha. I don't know why it's very oh, funny. Oh yeah, the dude with the <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay, yeah yeah. I was I was half asleep, but it's it's coming it's coming back to me now. Okay, yeah yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was so straightforward. Like <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I feel like usually I don't find shit like that funny, but for whatever reason, like his particular character had mm-hmm. me on the floor. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, so Kodoro's voice doesn't help either. He just be making me feel so sad. He just yeah, like his dialogue is cute because he's talking like a you know what sixteenth century samurai or whatever. But mm-hmm. uh, he's just got that geeky little voice, and he just wants to be happy and uh. and then the whole so, idea of him like learning everything through the TV because he didn't really have people to bounce ideas off of or like absorb information from all he had was his characters i'm like damn this shit is this shit is sad man Mm -hmm. so for people for more context for people who haven't seen this show 
obviously you know about uh Kotoro. um his the first neighbor you see of his i forget his name but he's like a manga artist and i guess the year before he like won a competition and that basically fund his lifestyle for a year and he kind of is like half-assing his second submission he didn't get the money he's running low on cash this little kid obviously has cash and he's trying to figure out like basically fumbling his way through life halfway motivated and now he has the semi-responsibility of making sure this kid doesn't die next door to him um and then is it you said misaki what's her name yeah i think that it yeah the lady next door yeah whatever the lady's name is i don't really know what the fuck she does but she'd be around vibing she low-key be escorting on the low i was gonna say isn't that what she does <laughs> does she just be at that yeah. club yeah she does some weird escort shit um but it's not like that weird and she always tries to make sure uh Kodoro is cool too and then there's this other guy that we i don't really know where the fuck he came from purple suit dude yeah because he's like the weirdest of them all right right like, he's, like, if you saw him out, you'd be like, dude, get away from this kid. Mm-hmm. But he seems to have Kotaro's best interest at heart. But he's, like, fanboying over him, and it's really weird. Yes, especially weird because they established it as basically, like, he didn't do his job as a father. So now Kotaro's his chance to, like, redeem himself. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Yeah. You don't just go find the nearest kid and obsess over him. That's <laughs> that's very strange, but it does feel good that there are people that see Kotaro needs to not be alone and be in school and <laughs> have some kind of normalcy a little mm-hmm. bit. Um I did like the moment with the uh the sandwich. No, the um uh what is it called? Like the bento box. Like he wanted mm-hmm. to make it better to fit in and he asked all them adults for ideas for how to make the box look nice and uh it just made me think i'm like man that was a real part of life like not wanting to be left out even on little dumb shit like sending your parents to the store so they could buy you this dumb toy just because everybody else got it and like dang i really remember that feeling of like not wanting to be left out of like shit that was not gonna matter the next month <laughs> yeah yeah so i don't know it, it definitely sent me on a little nostalgia trip i i'm liking this show more than i thought i would yeah i i didn't think i would finish it honestly mm-hmm. um but i'm i'm pretty sucked in i don't know if i want this to be a multi-season show um because i don't know how good it could be season two yeah um, but so far it's good. If you want to laugh, you should watch it. If you want to cry, you might want to watch it too. You might not get the cry you're looking for. <laughs> um, but it's definitely interesting and it, it's a little different too. It finds um, its strength in the dialogue too, though. Mm-hmm. The dialogue is great. It's it like. It's kind of like Sailor Moon in the sense of, like, you kind of know what you're going to get every episode. Like, you're going to laugh. Some fucked up shit is kind of going to happen. And then you're going to laugh again. <laughs> like, Yeah. Usually in that order. 12 <laughs> episodes. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
Oh, it's only twelve. Yeah, I guess I, I'm close, huh? Well, I don't know. I don't know. I'm ass- I'm assuming it's only twelve. Um, one thing that I so I'm trying to like start keeping notes just for like social media captions, but then also, um, as we like review it, one of the quotes was the episode where he was trying to be the kid who like pretend to be the kid who smiles a lot, mm-hmm. like for the play or whatever, and. The teacher was like, oh, you have such a good smile. Can you do it again? And she's like, you know, you don't always have to smile when you're pretending. Like, sometimes you can just smile for real. And he was just like, uh, I think it's easier to fake the smile. And I was like, uh. <laughs> Dude, like, nah, <laughs> they be dropping bars every episode. <laughs> and it'd be so sad. <laughs> I was like, I oof, feel you. Oof. I feel you, little man. Mm-mm-mm-mm. And then it was like, yeah, the dude was like, yeah, I think I only seen him smile once. Like, it don't take shit to make a little kid smile. Um, and he's had plenty of happy moments, too. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, nah, this nigga smiled <laughs> one time. Um, throughout the, I think that was like episode five or six at the time. So, mm-hmm. um, But yeah, it's definitely an easy watch. So um, I wouldn't put it in the background music or background noise. It's, it's definitely good enough to pay attention to. You low-key need to because yeah. the dialogue <laughs> is so... It, yeah, there, there's a lot going on in small moments, so you got to kind of be tuned It might in. feel like background ground noise episode one, but it's definitely not. Oh, it's 10 episodes, bruh. Damn, we right Damn. at the corner. I should have kept one eye open and finished out. I'm on like nine, I think. <laughs> Yeah, we can I might backtrack to six and really absorb it then if it's just ten. Yeah, because that's how I had to like go back a couple episodes because I was like doing other shit and I'm like, no, nah, this is this is worth a watch. Mm-hmm. Um, and then did you get a chance to uh, touch Spy Family? Yeah, I, I'm only on episode two, but I can tell I'm gonna like it. I think that's good. There's something there's something very campy about it. There's like something about the fact that they're just like doing such like on the nose spy stuff like we were swapping newspapers and like got the, our hats low and sneaking around i'm like yeah this is very like on the nose but then the the wrinkle of um the daughter's abilities i was like oh that's a wrinkle i didn't expect i thought this was just about regular old people um and him trying to like build a family, I thought they were a family. Like he trying to build. Yeah. Them. I was like, oh wait, hold on. This this is an interesting concept. Uh, yeah. So on episode two, I, I like the concept. I like the wrinkle about the daughter being a tele telepathic kid, and uh, it did kind of have a Kotaro effect where the fact that she the daughter can read minds and nobody know or the, so far the dad don't know or whatever. And he's like, man, I can't wait to take this little orphan back to the fucking <laughs> anywhere, <laughs> anywhere else once I'm done with my job. And, like, he has no idea she heard that. And I'm like, that kind of broke my heart. But then it's like, maybe, maybe he'll peel back layers and actually start to love and respect the kid over time. I think that's, I hope that's what goes down because that kind of sucks that this kid, like, is hearing all this negative shit and is already, like, an orphan. So, like. I'm pretty sure she heard some awful shit all the way through. She's like, nah, nah, nah. I want her to be happy already. Two episodes in, I'm like, nah, she deserves better. So, uh, yeah, that mixed oh, with some spy so shit going on is pretty, pretty interesting already. No, so I, I ain't seen shit. Found his wife candidate yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. 
she could she's also an assassin or something and yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm yeah i'm right there yeah okay cool i kind of yeah, no, see what it's um, setting up mm-hmm. i thought i don't know why i was like oh it seems interesting and then i was like oh, i subbed i'll wait i'll wait i'll wait now it's dubbed i'm like oh this is excellent mm-hmm. um yeah i think off rip like i think we're gonna get a couple more like cool fight scenes um I think it's funny, like you said, the the little nod of like, oh, yeah, I'm reading your minds. And yeah, I'm six, even though she's probably like, I think she might be four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think she's four. She said she um, was six, so she would get adopted. Because yeah, I think he said, yeah. I need a kid that's at least six to even enroll them in school and build this fake life to make this whole mission work. I was like, all right, this is, there's some layers here. This is really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, because even when he kind of, like, was running out the building and ripped the mask off and, like, him maneuvering in there, it, I'm going to say, like, Shampla, Sham, uh, Samurai Shampoo vibes, but, like, that, like, funny, serious duality. It's like, a, it's like, it's like Lupin, really. It's got, like, a, yeah, like, it's got like yeah, a Lupin feel better. to it. Yeah. Um, but, no, your Shampoo comparison is not, there's something about, like, the fluidity of the way they're moving and, like, the silliness yeah, during yeah, serious yeah. situations. Like, it feels like that. And the music too, but it's still entertaining. Some of the music makes it feel that way too. I think that's part of it. Like that outro was kind of fire. It's a straight R and B song. Like it, that shit was <laughs> hard. Like nah, that's just you got to listen to the outro on one of the episodes. This shit hard. I'm gonna do that after this. Like it's yeah, actually man, it's... insanely fire. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh dang, I'm sad you missed it. I was like, this is kind of kind of some heat. No, nah, I was. I'm not gonna skip forward, content, man. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, I think yeah, I think the closer we get to him, like trying to complete his mission, I wonder if if they find out. Oh, she can read minds this season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll probably that'll get change used. things. Yeah, um, yeah. This is one of the shows I do hope kind of linger on, maybe like a two season show, because it also feels very final. Mm-hmm. Like that's what what they presented us with. Um, but yeah, I, I think. Um, I, I want to see the wife in action. We haven't really seen, got to see her throw hands yet. Mm-hmm. I feel like she got some nice shit going. But I think it's also weird, too, the way that they're like, there's this energy about spies already. Like Salem witch trial shit. Like, you kind of single, and you just been lingering around. Like, uh. Mm-hmm. Like, the fact that you could just be like, hey, such and such, they weird. Mm-hmm. Calling people on mm-hmm. them. Like, I think that's kind of a cool element, too. Oh, yeah. Um. Because niggas ain't normally just walking around suspicious about spies. You know what also might be pleasing about this show for me? I'm a big Sly Cooper fan. That's one of my favorite games. Mm. So this feels like what a Sly Cooper show could feel like uh, a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I, I like all kind of spy mystery type things. So, yeah, this it was an easy sell. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, we're gonna finish these two shows. Um, you didn't have anything else that you wanted to watch or any other commentary about the show? I'm gonna pivot away from 
anime a little bit. I have been watching mm-hmm. season three of The Boys. I feel like that's a little bit of our audience that probably also mm-hmm. likes mm-hmm. it. Um, yeah, they. <laughs> for anybody that has seen a little bit of this season, they really uh, put it all on the table. <laughs> if if you know, you know. <laughs> How many uh, episodes is out right now? Five. Okay. And the fifth one is a musical, apparently. Like, they're like, the whole episode is a musical, which is crazy because episode four did not end in no good note at all. Like, so mm. I was like, the directors are really getting creative with this shit because you think the shock value of the first two seasons would just, like, make you ready for what season three is? No. No, 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 no. Mm. Like, season three introduces this Ant-Man type of character. And, um, yeah, let's just say shrinking and growing is not something that is safe to be doing at the party i'll say that so uh yeah that's how season three kicks off was i'll give you all that a little ant-man type of dude shrinking and growing and shrinking and growing uh and homelander's up to his usual bullshit and people that seem dead ain't dead and nah season three crazy crazy and uh i mean they really kick it off because homelander got an answer for they, you know, essentially falling in love with a, a, uh, what, not ageless, but like, uh, that dang Nazi lady from, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's got an answer for his dating her, and so he's going on this whole press run and talking to Fox News, trying to, like, clear his name, and, <laughs> and he, you know, he's Homelander, so, like, in reality, he don't give a fuck what y'all think, like, he, you know, so he's, like, trying not to, like, explode still, and, Huey and Starlight are dating and in the public eye, and obviously that's um, a struggle. And I think at least one point in every episode, Huey's trying to open a jar of uh, anything. Anytime he tries to open a jar, he, he can't get it, and Starlight does it. And I'm like, oh god, like this He's is trying for- to open up a jar of what? Anything like uh, oh. a jar of peanut butter, a jar. He can't open no jar, but Starlight be. Every every episode, I'm like, all right, this is important because every single episode he cannot open a fucking jar, and yeah. So then they start talking about the government wants to make uh, use that that V um, mm-hmm. solution in soldiers make a make a temp mm-hmm. V twenty four they call it where you just get twenty four hour superpowers and they want to have the army use it and so that's starting to become a thing and. Yeah, so there's just like a lot of political shit cooking. A lot of bodies just literally exploding all over the screen. <laughs> like the effects are good. Uh, Homelander's dialogue is still creepy and insane. Uh, Butcher's trying to wrestle with being an asshole versus being an okay dude and doing shit by the book, like all this. So the show raises some interesting questions still, and I'm just impressed that they found a way to keep the shock value high, the politics interesting, and um, not feel like it's a drag compared to the other seasons. Like it, it kicks off with a bang, and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing this uh, musical episode. I need to need to watch it. Hmm. Yeah, I was gonna say, did you um, notice that there was a animated series too? Mm-hmm. I just haven't started it yet. Um, hmm. Yeah, I think it's just more stories of people that live in that world where all these heroes live. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think it centers around a black family, though. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I think it centers around them, and maybe the daughter has powers. I I can't remember, but I'm a, I'm gonna peep the animated version because I I like the world that this 
the show sets up. Like it, this is how shit would be if superheroes was running around. Like, yeah, it, uh-huh. yeah. And shout out to um, young Carlo uh, Espe- Esposito. Is that it? I don't know. The dude that was in um, Breaking Bad. They always cast him as a Latin character, but he. Oh yeah, yeah. That that dude, yeah. Yeah, he's he's in there and he um he be talking shit to Homelander. I'm like, oh god! Like, at what point is he just gonna rip this guy's head off? Like, it's going it's gonna happen. But yeah, he don't got no powers and he just like, hey, bro, if you want good ratings and da da da, you gotta listen to what the fuck I'm saying. I'm like, nah, you can't be talking to Homelander crazy, bro. Like, you <laughs> yeah, you can't be doing that. But they casted the right guy to talk. It's believable. I believe he. He's yeah. saying that shit with his chest. <laughs> like, oh yeah, we can we can oh yeah, we can go. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's it's crazy. Um It is it is crazy. Dope. And and is the boys based off anything? Or is it just out of somebody's mind? Like there's no There's comic a there's a group. comic book. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um cool. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it comes from a comic. There's also a comic I I'm gonna read. It's called Eight Billion Wishes. Um, mm-hmm. It came across my feed on TikTok. Mm-hmm. So basically, I forget how, but like, there's like, everybody gets a genie at one point in time in the world. Like, everybody. Mm-hmm. And everybody gets one wish. The genie comes at random times or the same time? No, like, I think at the same time for everybody. And so, like, okay. one person in the bar was like, his first wish was, hey, this bar is safe from any wishes that happens outside of this bar. Like, that was his only wish. Hmm. And so then everybody in the bar is like, that was weird. Um, and then they go out and it's like a shit storm outside because niggas didn't waste no time. Um, I'm going to send you the TikTok. Uh, I think the first issue is out. And I was like, that seems cool. They be plugging um, on TikTok, man, because there was a someone was talking <laughs> about a cool graphic novel where this lady, like, I don't know, becomes death or is like dodging death and death. I think Manifest I saw that. is like a baby, and she has to raise yeah. death or something. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, that sounds fire. Let me. And the, and the art <laughs> looks so cool. I'm like, yeah, I gotta start reading some of these, uh, just random graphic novels. Like they be telling so many interesting stories, and they're more digestible because I don't got time for no novel right now. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, so I, I don't know. I gotta, I gotta check some stuff out. Um, but yeah, those are kind of my thoughts on the boys. I like where this season's going and. Oh, A A Train is a fucking disappointment. Like while we're talking about like, you know, black <laughs> characters in <laughs> Juneteenth, and nah, A Train is a fucking loser, man. What do you like, do? He's so he's I don't he's trying to since he can't run anymore, he's trying to act like he cares about like he's trying to be down like for Black Lives Matter and like uh, ending gun violence. He's trying to like be a like a figure in the in the black community, but he don't really give a shit about anybody. He's just trying like to he feel vocal about how selfish he was beforehand. He's just trying to feel important since he can't run <laughs> anymore. Yeah. So, and everyone's just like, "All right, yeah, okay, all right, buddy, yeah." It's 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 wild. Like he's trying to find a place by by not being genuine. Homelander calling him fat. He's like, man, you ain't ran in years, you fat bitch. And then just flying <laughs> off. like, Because like, he, he can't find nowhere else to be mad, so he just chooses to be mean as hell to A-Train. And I'm like, oh my god. It, yeah, no, it's... And then he tried to put on some, like, kente cloth type of uniform to swap out his, like, regular one, and everyone's like, bro, that shit look terrible. Like, 
Uh, yeah, it's yeah. A Train is a fucking disappointment. It, this season's pretty good, and they also kind of tackle why Black Noir never takes off his mask. They finally got to that, mm. which was interesting. But yeah, no, it, it's this season's cooking. It's cooking. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. five episodes. I can dive in. Um, yeah, especially with all the traveling I'm gonna do. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah. If you don't have anything else, I think it's time for gaming. Let's get into the games. Yeah, man. So, uh, what's what's new with you in the gaming? I have recently paid for the PlayStation Plus uh, Premium account, and I like the way they had it set up. So, I'm subscribed to PlayStation Plus, like you know, the sixty dollars version. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what they did is, if you want the premium version from your regular subscription, you pay the difference of. I don't even know. I had to pay 10 bucks basically to make it the premium version up until my subscription's up, which is August. Uh-huh. So I'm like, oh, 10 bucks. And then between now and August 20th, I can use the like what would be on $120 a year version. So I get yeah. a couple months to try it out. Hell yeah. Um, it's pretty cool. It doesn't really like make your screen explode or nothing. Like as soon as you hit premium, it'll just show you which games are part of your collection now as a premium member. And then there's like a tab of like all the the classic games, like the PlayStation 1, 2, and some 3 games. I was like, this is pretty fire. Like I have so many games I can try. Um, <laughs> so like a stupid, like it's like Ape Escape 1 and 2. And then like as far as newer stuff, I don't have to buy Returnal now. And I've wanted to play that for a while. So I'm like, Returnal is 60 bucks alone. Uh, Death Stranding, I think, is on there. That's another $60 or $70 game. Mm-hmm. And then all these classics from the PS. Like, this is good bang for your buck. They, they they do need to improve the library. There's not, like, games that are, like, world-renowned classics on there. There's, like, some mid-games. And, like, I do want to just explore and browse because I missed so many games in the PS1 era. I'm going to, like, I've never played Siphon Filter, but it's, it's a lot of people's, like, favorite PS1 game. Or it's like really high up there. So I'm like, okay, I can finally just see what the hell it's about. Uh, so yeah, I will report back more as I start to experiment. I don't know what I want to start first, but I'm really looking forward to Returnal since uh, Hades turned me on to the um, that genre of game, uh, mm-hmm. the roguelike type game. So I might get some, some rounds of that going. Um, yeah, I'll let you guys know if the classic games run smooth and all that. And then... The PS3 games, you can only stream them. You can't download them. But I think literally all the other ones you can like actually download. So I'm going to try to stream something and see if it's clunky or not. But uh, yeah, I'm kind of excited to bounce around this library and see what PlayStation Plus Premium. That's too many words. Uh, I want to <laughs> see, see what uh, the subscription has to offer. Uh, I'm excited. Cool, cool. Um... Yeah, so for me, um, let's see. Like I said, I'm going to NY 
NFT NYC. Mm. And so there's going to be some speakers talking about uh, crypto gaming. Right now, mm. crypto games are very basic. They're not mm. like that in depth. Um, and I was listening to somebody speak about like how it could be dangerous for kids who play crypto games in the sense of mm. like, oh, here's this trying to think uh, uh let's take god of war right you know mm-hmm. there's all these orbs and you do this side mission to get like this ability but that ability is an nft worth fifty thousand mm-hmm. dollars these kids don't necessarily care that they just made fifty thousand dollars like that's cool but they're just trying to like <laughs> get the platinum but in mm-hmm. getting the platinum you made all this money and like who's gonna tell you to do your taxes <laughs> no, that's uh, that's actually interesting you bring that up because I I was talking to somebody uh, I met at the bar Friday and he was essentially explaining like how taxes work because I you know, I learning sports betting a little bit and I've been messing around with that. Um, but he was saying like you know that is absolutely while while it's legal here in the state that I'm in, it's definitely taxed like when you start hitting. So you got to be well aware of like keep the receipts on that. So. It's interesting you bring up in that aspect, like, as crypto gaming becomes a thing, it's going to be, you got to know what the hell you're doing. Um, But that's also part of the responsibility, I would think, of the creators. It's like, make a space that, like, makes sense in all the avenues. So uh, I'm interested to see what information you come back with from from there. Yeah, I'm going to try to see if I can sneak a couple of interviews while I'm there. Mm -hmm. Uh, via the pod <laughs> um that'll be dope but yeah no that was just like one of the things because it's just like yeah i'm like i'm just trying to win i'm not trying to like run it up and then hear you know the irs come knocking on my door and now i owe a quarter million dollars dude because i never paid taxes in 10 years and they compounded and you still got the oculus on your head talking about huh <laughs> beating down your door. Meanwhile, it's like fades outside your house. And and shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, man! Yeah. The jig is up. We know you're in there. <laughs> oh so, um, man! That along with like you know all the other stuff. Like I think it's just an in- interesting time because where you know I feel like games. It's like there's only one way that money is coming in and going out. There's like all these different avenues, mm-hmm. like crypto gaming. It's like the games don't even have to be good because it's money around it, and yep. that changes the gaming space. Whereas like, like the people who made Mortal Kombat, if you ever watch any documentary about them, they are like very passionate about making a great game. Whereas like other people are very passionate about becoming billionaires. Yep. <laughs> yep. 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 And so we're going to create a game that already exists on all these other platforms, but now you can make money and we can make billions of dollars doing mm-hmm. it. So, um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just a lot of conversations about art um, and the economy, economics of that. Um, but also, let's see. Um, I feel like I played something. I can't. My brain is like. Well, I, I don't oh, know if you talk ever about a uh, Talk about Roller Champions, bro. Yeah, uh, that is that's a fun game. I don't know if I talked about it last time we recorded, but no, um, we just we talked about it, but you hadn't played. Neither of us had played it at that point. I haven't mm-hmm. played it still, but I know you touched oh, it. Oh so. man, it's fun as hell. It reminds me of a uh, 
now I have a better name. Uh, remember NFL Street? Mm-hmm. I know people hated that game. Who? Who are Not these people? NBA Streets. Yeah, I feel like people didn't like NFL Street. This shit was gas. <laughs> show, show me these these strange people. Actually, don't yeah. show them to me. I don't want to be anywhere near anybody who don't like NFL Street. We literally were just talking about that game last night when I was kicking it. Like that shit was fire. Yeah, I don't remember it like that. I know I didn't play it too much. I definitely played NBA Street. That Gimme shit P sports was... games used to be so good, like <laughs> so good. So um, with that being said, I hope Roller Champions is, is fire. Like I love gimmicky because like regular like simulated sports games like they be hella frustrating bro like they stop being fun when you get really in the nitty-gritty so like sillier games like rocket league and all that like i like gimmicky sports it makes it more tolerable yeah i think it's a cross between like i never played fifa but i have played Mm -hmm. nfl streets it's like Mm -hmm. a mix between that because like where some of the tricks didn't necessarily make sense Mm -hmm. in nfl streets like you know, he's putting it, the ball between his legs. And it's like, no, it's a football. Like, <laughs> like how like, you do that? <laughs> like, this, like you're, like, skating up and down. It just reminds me of, like, the Goofy movie, too. Goofy. <laughs> <laughs> See, now I got to make my character off, off of... <laughs> I got to face my character. <laughs> that is hilarious, actually. Wow. Um, Because you're, like, tackling niggas and, like, knocking a ball loose. They show um, was at the roller derby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. Um, but so yeah, you like and you got to sh- shoot the ball into a hoop that's like on the like high and to the right or something. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but you can like because one dude did it really nice. Like he like you can like speed up when you go down mm-hmm. the ramp, and he did it, and then he like went like parallel to the ground. So he was closer to the rim and just tossed that shit in there. Do you I'm have like, to damn. aim your shot a lot? You can like aim like it. Like while you're moving? Is that what the, like what's the, what's Ideally, the challenge, yeah. what's the challenge in scoring? Is it hard to aim it? It's a little hard to aim it, but there's like a lock button. Okay. Is it hard can, to get open? Like, is, is that the, the tricky part of like, I have to weave I have to, the nigga swung his body to the side. (laughs) (laughs) It's a mix of like, it's a mix of coordination. I think it's harder to get open if you are playing against a team that's like three niggas who know each other versus three randoms. Oh, yeah. Because it's like, it's very much a team sport. Like, you can call for the ball, Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. like, the other team can just knock that nigga over. Like, they can knock both your teammates out. Sure. So then yeah. it's a one on one, and so you gotta no, try to juke people. Them. People do that dirty shit on Rocket League, bro. Literally, just bump you out of the way so that you can't even receive a pat. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think I'm gonna fuck with this. And then like, uh, like are there so different say- character types? Like, listen, are there like a heavy character, a light character who's faster? Like, is that is it like that, or is every character? I don't know the if same I put enough, and the skill set is the same. You just have to like strategize differently. I don't know if I put enough hours in to get to that at level because I, you know, I've been playing Apex on my computer and I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't have anybody. I just got Lifeline. <laughs> I'm like, where's? Mm-hmm. But I think the more you play, you get. So I think with this so far, everybody seems to be equal. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, if we're on the same team and I'm chasing somebody with the ball, <laughs> like I can grab you and you can like, like, ricochet me forward. Mm-hmm. 
and I get like a speed boost into like it's pretty dope like that. Um, that don't yeah. sound bad. I might have to. I might have to try it today. Mm-hmm. I got. I got some time today. Yeah. I know you. You got plans, but may, yeah, maybe before you head out, we gotta run the yeah. set a little bit. Yeah, I definitely be free later. Like or Apex. Later. I got the itch. We got. We got to get. Yeah. Um. But yeah, man. All in all, I get this game like. I was gonna say ten out of ten, so I'm gonna just say ten out of ten. Like. I don't I'll know. I don't. You. I don't feel I'll, like I'll I got you. the authority to give a ten out of ten, but for me, no, you, have, you, you do. Yeah, you, <laughs> go, go for it. It, it, yeah, like because even like it just feels like clean. Um, mm-hmm. The music sounds good, and then the music quality is really good. I don't know if that makes sense. Like the music, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. they really mix this shit really well. It's not like all right, let me pull from this list of songs for video games and throw it like sure. I don't know. It just sounds really good. Um, so yeah, that's that's my critique on that. Um, I'm actually lucky, I, I, shitty, that it finally happened. That uh, uh, were you were you still on roll? No, I was just gonna say. I feel. I, I wish you because I feel like you always got like good little tidbits. I wish you got to played it. Um, what were you about to say? Uh, Persona three, four, and five are coming to <laughs> every other platform, and I'm so shitty. I'm like, dang it, this game makes so much sense to be on the Switch, and now it's coming. So I might play 3 and 4 on the Switch, but I'm not restarting 5 for the third time. I'm not doing it. <laughs> but, yeah, they finally dropped it on, like, Xbox and PC and everything. I'm like, okay. As soon as I'm, you know, a fifth of the way through, so there's that. Um, but, yeah, I, I ain't really play too much um, otherwise. But, yeah, I think next week I'm going to have a lot to talk about from all this sampling of games that i missed in my childhood yeah i think my mm-hmm. i think my 10 year old self is going to be very pleased this week just <laughs> getting to experience the shit that i missed so yeah um that's all i have this week cool i got one more game you asked me about phone games the other day yeah um, yeah yeah uh shout out to elias he he texted me he's like yo hero realm is on uh is on mobile now, and I was like, "For that's real, a, that was, that's a card game, right?" Yeah, it is. Okay. Um, and I downloaded that shit immediately, and I gotta say, like, I don't really have any complaints. Like, it took me a while to figure out like how to buy stuff. Mm. Um, but I'm like, this is pretty representative of what it's like to play in person. Like, as far as like functionality and, you know, for a game with like, how you like. I guess kind of like Yu-Gi-Oh and stuff where like this card has this ability and this card has this ability and when you drop them down at the same time they like Mm -hmm. synchronize like a lot of that functionality is still there in the game so I'm just like yeah for all of this shit to work and I don't feel like oh dang well I can't X, Y, and Z I'm Mm -hmm. like nah this shit pretty fire Um, can you progress decently without using real money like, do you that, need money at a certain point? I don't think you would because it's it's like a one on one, so you can play like randoms or you can play like the CPU. And how do you AI earn cards? Huh? How do you earn cards? So the card is it's all in a debt. Mm-hmm. So like, I would imagine they keep it to the game like that. Where like, so like, if I'm a thief, mm-hmm. my two abilities is like my like random ability that I can play every time I spend my time is like I can. I can heal myself mm. and I can like steal one a card out of your hand. Mm. I could do that just every time. 
Or okay. no, I can make you put down a card. Mm-hmm. So like you start with five. So then every time it's time for you to go, I can make you put down one. And then like my like main ability is that like if you got like a really strong card and you've been busting my ass, mm-hmm. the moment it goes to your discard pile, I can be like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm gonna buy that card from your deck. So now you mm-hmm. can't use it. And a lot of the times people will hinge their deck on like one of the first major cards they get. So I mm-hmm. could really be now you got a bunch of like medium cards that aren't that strong. Mm-hmm. And then maybe another card that synchronizes like so it's like we're like it's like super strategized like that. Like one time when I was playing with Elias, like I bought some shit just so that he couldn't have it because he had something that he was fucking me up with the game before. <laughs> like uh but Does you can't do too much of that. Is huh? this is this game friendly to newcomers? Like does it have a decent tutorial or does it just kind of jump you in? Yeah, I don't know. So that I don't, I don't know because I skipped all that shit. Um, You're like, ah, I'm here. You yeah, know I'm here. <laughs> you um, know why I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's a fun ass game, man. Um, we actually overdue for like a link up and playing, but it it is super strategized, and I think for somebody who like missed the whole Yu Gi Oh Pokemon card shit, mm-hmm. um. I'm like fucking with this heavy. Like if they started having tournaments, I'd I'd pay my money to lose it. Cause I'm probably See, not I was I was I had the Yu-Gi-Oh phase. I even got I tried dual ma- dual masters. I I yeah I dabbled in all of them, but Yu-Gi-Oh was the strongest one. But the reason I haven't tried the free Yu-Gi-Oh on PlayStation much is because I guess at a certain point your deck can only be so good without spending real money. And I'm like no 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 I'm not dealing with that. Fuck that. Um, so yeah, you so, don't yeah. you don't collect the deck. You just kind of play what is in the it's in the system. Mm-hmm. Mm, nah, the Yu Gi Oh game that dropped, you can get better cards, but you can go to the store. I'm like, nah, I don't, I don't want it that bad. Yeah, mm. but yeah, it seems interesting. So I'll, if it's tutorialized, I I do want something to play on my phone. So thanks for bringing that forward. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna check it out. And if I start to catch on, I will. I'll let you know that maybe we, so we can duel like on the like we can find each other on the. I app think so, yeah, because he he gave me his name, and I just haven't had a chance to like. I want to make sure I'm good at this because he we always go like fifty fifty I'm not about to be letting him <laughs> wax me from across town. I'm not about to nah, be doing that I can shit. smell the pain from here. He said, "Nah, I can't go." <laughs> I got. I got to know how all this ready. shit worked before I find his ass on the app. <laughs> he said he's got another thing coming. <laughs> That's good. Nah, I seen that look in your eye. <laughs> Dude, I'm not ready yet, but damn it, <laughs> it's coming. No, I'm gonna send the invite when I'm ready. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. Yeah, that's that's gonna be like, you know, how people always talk about when we get old playing like R and B at the cookouts. It's gonna be a bunch of blurred ass sixty year olds playing Man, magic. Heroes heroes <laughs> realm, bro. Oh, magic oh, was another one. Yeah, I feel like that yeah. one was a little complicated. But I I tried it. Yeah, I got to see how my uh, adult brain plays these kind of games now. If I'm any better, I hope I hope I can strategize. I, I think now. you will like it. Um, I'm I've been meaning to buy a deck, but mm. I don't even be seeing people in real life, so I don't. <laughs> but it's <laughs> yeah. 
I think it's complicated enough, but it's simple enough to where like, if you're not kicking it for an hour, like if you really kicking it, it's mm. it's fine to like pull out and play. Dope, dope, dope. <clears throat> yeah. So, um, that's all I got for this week. Cool. Let's uh, let's call it a show. All right. Yeah. Thanks for listening, y'all. Uh, keep tuning in. Keep sharing the podcast. Keep telling people to follow us on all our social media at for the Blurs. We will be back. Appreciate y'all. Peace.